Hello, this is Brian Bullington, and I am pastor of New Song Family Church in Ventuk, Namibia. I'm so glad that you have joined us today, and it's my prayer that this podcast message will help you to grow closer to Jesus as you walk daily with Him. Good morning to everyone else. It's good to be together on a Sunday. So as you heard earlier in the announcements that a couple of weeks from now, two weeks from now, February fasting starts, right? And I know there are some that might be wondering, what is fasting? It's not like one step faster than running. It's something else. <laughs> what is fasting, right? And we're going to look at that. So it's going to be very practical. If you, if, you, if you need to take some notes, whip out your trusty journal, right? And um, let's get started. So fasting is giving up food or something that is valuable in order to focus on and to hear God. So fasting is giving up something, right? Food, food is the best because it reminds you all the time. You, there's an alarm, the stomach grumbling that reminds you something's up. So I, I, I would stick with food being the best one, but there are different kinds of fast and we'll talk about that. But throughout the, the, the Old Testament and New Testament, people fasted and they fasted for various reasons. Um, I only noticed this this time as we're going through the Bible now, that Moses actually fasted. So the, the first time he went and he got the Ten Commandments and then he came down and the Israelites were partying and worshiping an idol and he breaks these, these tablets and he's, and he's mad and he goes back up. And as he goes up to the mountain, he prays and he fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, right? He says, in all that time, he ate no bread and drank no water. And the Lord wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, on the stone tablets. See, it says that, that the Lord wrote, but the Lord spoke, and, and Moses is the one who wrote. But as he was preparing for this, I'm sure he was saying to himself, okay, I've already messed up. I broke those ones in anger. So now I need to make sure as I go back up that I'm listening, that I'm in tune with God, that I can hear him, right? that I can hear every single thing that he says and that I write it down accurately. Also, he realized that this is a holy God, right? This is, this is the man who, who saw the burning bush. And as he approached, he was told to take off his shoes because this was holy ground. And now he knows and he realizes. And so he's, he's praying because he needs God, God's perspective, but he also knows who God is. We have other instances where people pray. We have David who, who prayed and fasted. See, his circumstances were different. He had had an affair with, with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, one of his most faithful soldiers' wives. And then she gets pregnant. And we know the story. He has Uriah sent to the front line where he's killed. He hides his, he hides his dirt. Right? And now he's there in guilt. And, and Bathsheba gives birth to this child. And this child gets very, very sick. And David begs God. He says he, he fasts, he puts on uh, sackcloth and he's weeping and he's just begging God, screaming before God, please save my child. And he fasts. He says he didn't eat anything. And we know the story. The child was not saved. But David the next day wipes his tears and continues on. 
he understands that God gives and he takes away. He understands who his, his God is. See, fasting gives us such a clear perspective of who our God is. And that's what we want to do. When, when Jesus went in Matthew 4, verse 1 and 2, we've read this in our Bible reading, um, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. I remember reading this and thinking, yeah, but he's Jesus. But he had emptied himself of his power. He was a human being just like me and you. So as he came to, to this time of, of temptation, he knew he needed God. His prayer and his fasting. And I always think he's very hungry, so it was very easy for the devil to throw him off. But he's dedicated this time to hearing from God. Now, it doesn't say this, but I can imagine he prayed for many things. His ministry would start right after that. I imagine he prayed for protection from the enemy, who he knew would tempt him worse than anyone else. I imagine he prayed for courage, because he knew where he was going to end up. Praying, God, be with me. Father, be with me as I stand before people. Let me proclaim who you are, regardless of what people think of me. Let me proclaim who you are, even as I see them picking up stones to throw at me. Imagine he's praying and asking God, give me direction for this ministry. This is huge. In the same chapter, he selects his disciples. He selects his first disciples. I can imagine that he was praying and saying, God, give me insight. Show me who I should choose. Jesus fasted because he wanted to see his father. He wanted to understand his plans. And this is, this is an amazing thing about, about fasting. It's part of this, this picture of fellowship with God. That God, and, and we take this for granted all the time, that we can actually talk to God. Reading the Old Testament, you see all the things that people had to do. There's a sacrifice, and that you don't even take to God. You take to the priest who takes it. Who has to sacrifice for himself? All the sins of the nation have to be paid for as the priest goes one time of the year into the presence of God. And we, because of Jesus and because of his finished work on the cross, we can just come before God. As a, as, a, as a child walks into or runs into the presence of their parents. I always have this um, picture of a child running. And you know how, sorry kids, you know how <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's no appropriate time ever. I don't think like until you're maybe 10, 11, for some people much older, the, <laughs> the measure for what is appropriate is not there. And it can be a very serious moment. I remember one moment, um, my, my grandfather, my, my dad's dad had passed away, and I didn't know this. And so I'm there uh, with my rollerblades, and there's just a big gathering of people, and I see there's a big, like a, a circle of people with chairs. So I come in, and I do like little tricks in the middle, <laughs> and everyone is kind to me, and then, and then I go on my way. And later, my, my cousin says, hey, your granddad just passed away. You might want to take off those rollerblades and calm down. But that's the freedom I had, right? 
And that's the freedom we have now as believers. Right? We can come into the presence of God. Right? No guilt, no shame, knowing that our Father enjoys our presence. And then fasting is, is another joy and another pleasure. Because this is us dedicating our time to God. Saying, I want to spend time with you specifically. I want to spend time focusing on you. And we need it. We desperately need fasting. We live in a noisy world that is getting noisier day by day. Right? I think of 10, 12 years ago when we didn't have WhatsApp all the time and Facebook wasn't all that new. There wasn't all this noise. We get more and more entertainment. We get more and more philosophies and voices that often go against who God is, go against his truth, and we're bombarded by it every day, everywhere you go. It's very easy to forget what God's voice sounds like. It's so easy to forget what his words say. It's so easy to forget his truth or mix his truth up with a truth in the world that sounds kind of familiar but is not quite it. It's so easy. God is speaking all the time. All of the time. But we need to quiet ourselves to hear from him. So this is what we do as we fast. It's a, it's a time where we're going to be coming to God and focusing on him and hearing his will for our lives. Right? And when we pray, we bring our request to him. But it's not about us. Because even as we pray and fast, God's will is still God's will. Right? When we pray and we, and, and we fast for maybe someone in our family who is sick, I'm praying for God's will in their life. And if God chooses to teach them who he is through the illness, that's God's will. If God chooses not to take it away, that is his will. So we pray, but as we pray, we need to humble ourselves and realize that God is God. And, and when we fast, it's, it's not something we do so that, uh, so that we can get what we want. It's not like an extra magical way, right? It's not pray a long prayer and then fast. That's extra. Then he'll hear you. Right? Then he'll do what you want. That's not the way that it works. It's his will, not ours. Fasting is not something that makes me more saved. Right? It's not a, a badge I put on. Put on the baptism badge and the communion badge and the fasting badge. It's not any of that. Fasting is personal. It's me coming to God, saying, God, I want to hear you. When, <clears throat> when Jesus spoke to, to, on the Sermon on the Mountain, he spoke about praying, then he spoke about fasting, and he said, when you fast, right? and those four words, when you fast, indicate that this is supposed to be a regular thing. So as we go into this month of fasting, let's not just look at it as just a time of the year that we fast. Right? That's, that's like saying, only in February do I want to spend special time with God. The rest of the time, I'm okay. I'm okay not knowing him. I'm, not, I'm okay not hearing his voice all that much. 
This is something that we regularly do, that we should regularly do. In fact, even in, in, in that culture at the time, when, when the disciples were with Jesus, one of John's disciples said, why don't they fast like we do and the Pharisees do? It was a normal thing. And it should be normal to us as well. So let, let, let it not stop here. But this is such, it's such an amazing time because we're going to fast together as a church. God has built us together as his body. And how cool would it be if, 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 we got, if we got a mandate and a call from God for New Song Family Church and we're all in tune, then we all follow. How amazing would it be if New Song, every single one of us, was hearing from God and collectively and individually doing his will. This is an amazing group of people and an amazing church, but God can do so much if we will quiet ourselves to listen and humble ourselves to accept what he's saying to us. So, let's, look, let's go into the, the, the practicals of fasting. Right? So, first thing, fasting is not a diet. Right? It's not February time where you can lose the belly and get a bit lean, lose a few sizes. We're intentionally putting food away, putting things away to focus on God. All right, so, so there are different kinds of fasts. There, there are food fasts, and, and even in that, there are all sorts of different ones. All right? There's the Daniel fasts. Uh, there are fasts where you, you um, only fast one meal. So maybe you decide, okay, I'm fasting lunch, so I won't have lunch. Uh, there's the fast where you fast a type of food daily. Right? We could say no vegetables for all of Feb. <laughs> yeah. It's me and Sibylla. <laughs> right? But it needs to be something that you love. Right? So if I say I hate peas, right? Peas are okay with other food, right? But it's such a, a bland flavor sometimes, it's a bit aggressive. It's like eating soggy green dust, right? Now, if I fast peas, it means nothing, right? Because there's no, there's no like, meal, there's no circumstance, there's no situation where I go, oh, man, if only I had some peas, right? So I need to fast something that I really love, right? If God would grant me the strength, I might fast meat, just might, right? As all the hetero people I know, maybe stone me. Right? But what, what is the food that you like? Maybe it's sugar, chocolate, maybe for some it's peas. Right? But what is it? It's, it's, it's giving that up and saying, God, you are more important than the cravings of my body. You are more important than these physical things that I see before me. These things that I chase after. These things that I oftentimes make more effort to get those things than to get to you. So what is it? You could, do, you could also do a total fast for a certain period of time. There are people who uh, decide, okay, for two days, I'm just going to drink water. And power to you. 
if you can do that. Right? But there are all these different fasts. But fasting is personal, which means the most effective way I can fast is if I ask God, who knows me, inside and out. If I ask him, what is the thing you want me to fast from? Now, it might not be food. It might be other things like TV. Right? Maybe God is telling you to fast the Premier League. <laughs> or cricket. Or hockey. Or it could be anything. Maybe God is asking you to fast your series. I know. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's asking you to fast from social media. That thing that takes the time that ultimately belongs to him, that takes the attention and the focus and the dedication that belongs to him. I think of how dedicated we are to social media. We are religious about it, right? Whatever it may be, for some it's Facebook. Young people say Facebook is old. And it's also an indication of the people who use it. I say, it's okay, you're going to be here too. It could be Instagram. It could be, you guys use TikTok, right? Could be TikTok. Snapchat, right? Could be all of these things. But you know, and if you don't know, God can reveal it to you. So ask, ask what God wants you to fast. Right? The very important thing is as we fast, we must pray. We're taking something out, we must replace it with something. If I just skip a meal and I don't pray, that's a diet. Right? If I take out, if I take out Facebook, but then I say, okay, now I can spend more time playing my guitar. Right? I've missed the point. That thing that I crave needs to remind me of why I'm doing this. Maybe you're, you're with someone and they pour a cup of coffee and you're fasting coffee. And as you crave to go and make your own cup or maybe just take a sip of theirs, you remember. I'm doing this to spend time with God. And let the craving be the thing that reminds you of what we're doing. That we want to see him. We want to hear, hear his words and, and, and hear his will for our lives and for the lives of others. We want to spend time praying and asking God for his will to be done, for his kingdom to come. Also, as we fast, don't be legalistic with it. Right? I don't think there's been a year where I fasted perfectly in the, in the month of February. Maybe you with some people and you forget and you just bite into that burger or you forget and you start chewing that chocolate that someone gives you. Right? God doesn't condemn you and say you're never going to fast again. Right? God understands that we, we will make mistakes and we don't need to be legalistic about it. This is about us getting closer to God, strengthening this relationship with him. So if, if maybe there's a big birthday, 
maybe eat that day. Celebrate with those people. Show love the way God called you to show love. But God will let you know. Every step of this is relational. So even though we have these tips, let's spend time. As, 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 as we're preparing to fast and as we fast, God, lead me in this. And we'll have topics that will go around every day. But God could put on your heart that you need to pray for something else that day. Follow God. Another very important thing is don't endanger your health. Right? So if you have a huge soccer or hockey tournament, and this is in the fast, maybe it's a Saturday, you say, no, I'm fasting all day today. I'm not eating anything. And you pass out. And people say, you've lost your mind. Right? You're not being persecuted by them. You, yeah, you lost your mind. <laughs> so don't endanger your health. Right? If you need certain things, if, 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 if you need to eat because you're taking medication and you need to, to eat three times a day, maybe don't fast a whole meal. Let God lead you in that. God doesn't want you to intentionally endanger your life. Right? God calls us to danger, but not, not, we're not supposed to put ourselves in danger by ourselves. Right? This is all relational. So this week, as, as this will be the, the last week before, the last complete week of January, Let's start preparing for that. Let's start preparing for our fast. So let's start thinking about what we're going to pray about. Let's pray about what we're going to pray about. Let's ask God, God, what do you want me to focus my time on when I put that meal away? What do you want me to focus my time on when I put Facebook away? What are the things that are on your heart that you want me to see? An amazing thing about fasting is it not only reveals who God is, but God also reveals things in us. Every year in the fasting month, God has made me aware of a sin in my life that either I didn't think was that significant or I didn't see at all. So ask God as well, that can be a request for all of us, that he would continue to purify us, that we would be um, vessels, pure vessels for him. That he show us our sin and, and show us the ways that we need to change our minds. As, as we pray and, and as we uh, prepare for this time, let's pray for the protection and strengthening of each other. Right? As we spend this time focusing on God, being intentional about coming and hearing from God, the enemy will attack. The enemy will attack like crazy. So we need to remember to pray for each other. Let's pray, and as a church, let's prepare ourselves for the battle that's coming. It's a given. But let's also be grateful. Let's, let's, let's pray in expectation. Let's already thank God now for what he's going to show us. Because God is faithful. And he says, if we seek him, we will find and he never goes back on his promises. So let's be grateful. Let's thank him for that. There will be prayer request forms in the back. 
And um, if you have a request that you'd like for us to pray as a church collectively, please pick one up and, and write out the request and, and put it in, in the offering box. Um, if you don't want to mention your name, that's fine. God knows. And as we pray, uh, God will answer those prayers according to his will. And let's spend time just preparing and gratefully coming to God and saying, thank you for this opportunity to draw close to you. Thank you, God, that me who is, who is sinful, who all my thoughts and all my emotions and feelings often push against you, but you have made it possible for me to draw close to you. That me, the filthy sinner, would step into the presence of a holy God. I'd be so grateful for that. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your work on the cross. Thank you that because of your sacrifice, because of, uh, of your suffering, we have access to you. Thank you, God, that you say that as your children, uh, you want to show us your will. That we are not, we're not slaves, we are friends. And so you share your, 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 your purpose with us. God, thank you that you are in the, in, in the work of purifying us. Lord, that we would be uh, vessels to be used by you. So God, as we come into this time of fasting, I pray that we would value every moment. That we would wake up every morning uh, being excited about what you're going to show us, how you're going to lead us, how you're going to change us. God, make us excited about your, your, your purposes, your work, your, your mission that you've called us all to. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is Rico Vecca, and I'm also a pastor at New Song Family Church. I want to thank you for listening to this message today, and it is my hope that you will join us again for another New Song Family Church podcast.